0: Okay, Bible and Daily lifers. we are in the Gospel of Luke, Chapter 3. It's going to start like this, and you might wonder, like, what is all this information about why do we need it? In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod was a tetrarch in Galilee, his brother Philip was a tetrarch, and Lysanias was a tetrarch in Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of the Lord came to John, who's John, John, the son of Zechariah in the wilderness. Well, there's six rulers there that Luke gives to us. when he said that Luke is a physician. He's really involved with the detail. And here he gives us exact details again so that we can know exactly when this is. Because it's when these six different rulers are leading at this particular time. Tells us when it's going on. And during this particular period of time, John, the son of Zechariah, appears in the wilderness. Well, who is this John? He's the John that we know as John the Baptist. And his birth and his life is prophesied in the scripture, the way the way that he would be born. It's talked about in chapter one of Luke. And again, there were prophecies. Uh, angelic occurrences, angelic occurrences coming to people, telling them what was going on. John's birth was supernatural. You see, prior to Jesus coming onto the scene, you had the Old Testament, and between the Old Testament and the New Testament, is 400 years, what we call 400 silent years. And as Jesus is getting ready to come on the scene, there's angels, there's miracles, there's miraculous signs, there's all kinds of things going on. And it's during this time now where John has now grown, the, the child who the angel had prophesied would be born. He's now grown, and he's showing up in the wilderness, and he's preaching. In verse 3, it says, He went into all of the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for forgiveness of sins. So he had a ministry to teach people and tell people to repent. Now, repent, that's a religious word. A lot of people don't like that word. They don't understand it. It feels kind of strong and harsh. What it means is to change your mind. It doesn't so much even mean to change your behavior, but to change your mind. Now, if you change your mind, your behavior changes. But, but we know that it's possible to change our behavior without changing our mind. Maybe we change our behavior because it's going to get us in trouble, but in our mind, we would just assume still be, be doing that. So he went into all the country around the Jordan preaching a baptism of repentance. As it is written in the book of the the prophet Isaiah, going back and showing us um, where this comes from, Isaiah chapter 40. And it says of John the Baptist that he is the voice of one crying in the wilderness. And what's his message? Prepare the way of the Lord. Get ready. The Messiah is coming. The King is coming. He's here. Make straight paths for him. Every valley will be filled in. Every mountain and hill will be made low. The crooked roads will be made straight. The rough way smooth. And all the people will see God's salvation. All people. This is for everyone. It's not just for the Hebrew community. It's not just for the family of Abraham. It's not just for the Jewish community. It's for everyone. So John, in verse 7, said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Produce fruit in keeping with your repentance and don't begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already laid at the root of the trees and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Wow, some pretty serious stuff there. Uh, First of all, they come out to him to hear his message and he calls them a bunch of snakes. (laughs) You know, he must not have read some of these management books that are out now and you know, tell you it'll you know, be nice to people, remember their name, and you know, say sweet things to them to try to win their friendship. Well, that's not John. Religious leaders are coming out. They said you bunch of snakes. And you're coming out here and you're saying you're repenting, but it doesn't matter if you say you're repenting. If you're really changing your mind, your behavior is going to change. So we want to see some fruit. We want to see the reality of that, that you're not just saying this. Wow, John, pretty heavy message. And he tells them to not say that they have Abraham as their father, as though somehow that can save them. You see, Abraham was the patriarch of the nation, and they understood that they were God's chosen people. So they thought they could just say, well, you know, Abraham's our father. My grandfather was a Methodist minister. My, my uncle was a congregational deacon. My, uh, you know, brother-in-law is a pastor. Well, it doesn't matter. Any of those things, like growing up in the church, doesn't help you. You can't say that. Well, I grew up in the church, you know, my grandfather was you know my grand- my grandmother used to pray all the time. Well, he said, forget about that stuff. You need to make this personal, it needs to belong to you. You can't just lay it at your parents, you can't just lay it on tradition, you can't just lay it on, you know, that I was baptized as an infant. You can't do it. Doesn't doesn't wash. No pun intended, the baptism doesn't wash. <clears throat> Verse ten, what should we do then, they said? the crowd said. And he said, anyone who has two, sh- two shirts should share with one who has none. Anyone who has food should do the same. Even the tax collectors came to be baptized by him. and They said, teacher, what should we do? And he said, don't collect any more than you're required. Start doing the right thing. Some of the soldiers said, what should we do? And he said, don't extort money out of people. Don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. Wow. That's a big one. Maybe we all should learn that one. Be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were wondering if their hearts, if John was the Messiah. They thought maybe he was the Messiah. That's why they're going out there. And John said, listen, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of his sandals I'm not worthy to untie. I'm not worthy to tie his shoes. I'm not worthy to wash his feet. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His window and fork is in his hands to clear the threshing floor, to gather the wheat into his barn, but he'll burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted them and proclaimed the good news. Now this wheat and this threshing floor, we don't get this illustration maybe necessarily, but what they would do is they would take the wheat on the threshing floor, and they would take a pitchfork and throw it up in the air, and all of the bad stuff would float away, and the good stuff would fall into the ground. Jesus is separating the wheat from the chaff. He's separating the good stuff from the bad stuff. Well, John the Baptist, in this case, is doing it. Separating it out. People are being separated. You know, religion isn't going to save them, is what John the Baptist said. Religion's not going to save you. You need, a, you need the Savior. You need the Messiah. Verse 19, but when John rebuked Herod, the Tetrarch, because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other things he had done, Herod added to all of them, and he locked John up in prison. So John the Baptist ends up going to prison. Ends up going to prison. Uh, so it's sort of interesting. This guy lives uh, 30 years. There were prophecies about his life. Prophecies in the Old Testament. An angel comes and tells his dad what's going to happen. And exactly as it happened, as, exactly as the angel said, that's what happened. Uh, he's born. Uh And then for 30 years he's preparing for 30 years he's preparing and then he has this very short ministry because the ministry of jesus is three years and john's ministry is shorter than jesus so 30 years of preparation for just a you know some short amount of time for his ministry it's amazing how god will invest in us for even just a little bit of time even for just a little bit of ministry a little bit of what we can do on the planet you know, what is it that God has called us to do? What is, it, what is our purpose? How are we going to align up with the will of God for our lives? What, what does he want us to be doing? It's a good thing to be seeking and looking for. So, uh, verse 21. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, the heavens opened up, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven that said, You're my son. Whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Now we say this is a physical representation of the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. That the three are one. And what do you see? You see the Spirit in bodily form coming upon him. You see Jesus there in the water. And you see the Father's voice coming from heaven. The Father, Son, the Spirit all in, all in one place. And it says, no, Jesus was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. Because John and Jesus are contemporaries, born right around the same time, only a series of months between them. And Jesus begins his ministry around the same time as John's ministry. Again, Jesus is 30 years old. He has three years of ministry, three years of serving, three years of doing what he's doing, but 30 years of preparation. So don't be surprised that God is taking a long time to prepare us and to use our lives. And he was the son, so it was thought, of Joseph. So he's he is the real son of Joseph because Joseph adopts him. And if you're adopted, it's just as though that parent that adopted you is your parent, just like it's your birth parent, just like it's your birth mom or your birth dad. They've adopted you. You belong in that family. And it shows this genealogy here uh, because it was very important to them to have the genealogies because... The Messiah was supposed to come from the family of David and so here it shows Joseph's genealogy even though Joseph is not the natural father of Jesus he certainly is the legitimate father of Jesus and this genealogy goes all the way down and goes all the way back to Adam all the way back to Adam showing that Jesus was the rightful heir to the throne of Israel he was the rightful king he was the prophesied king he was the king that was going to sit on the throne of David forever. And so it's very important. And Luke got this genealogy from somebody and passes it down to us so that we can read it today and see the genealogy. Now here's the interesting thing. It's the genealogies today. uh, No one can claim to be the Messiah because when the temple was burnt in the year 70, all of these records were destroyed. We don't have the records of the genealogies anymore except what we have in the New Testament. So nobody can claim that they are the descendant of David. Jesus is the Messiah. There can be no other. After the year 70, the door was closed. Nobody could ever claim that again. Jesus is the Messiah. He's the prophesied Messiah. He's the Creator. He's the Maker of heaven and earth. He is God in the flesh, who has come to die for us on the cross, risen from the dead, is coming again, and will save anybody that asks him to save them. So, Bible and Life, find us wherever you find us, Bibleanddellalife.com, find us on Facebook, find us on YouTube, find us wherever you find podcasts, find us on Spotify. Sometimes it's hard, the algorithms change, so sometimes it's really easy to find us. Sometimes you have to scroll through, you know, sometimes 20, 30 titles uh, before you get to us, but you'll find us in all those places. So may the Lord bless you and keep you, make His face shine upon you. You are loved, you are loved, you are loved, you are loved. may experience peace. Hey, love you guys.